is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 272 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be diving into how to deal with burnout. Now, before we jump into that, I want to make sure that if you haven't grabbed my Mastering Overwhelm Blueprint, that you do so. This is going to walk you through very specific steps on how to be able to handle before you even get to that burnout, the overwhelm that you are feeling that we're going to talk a little bit about in this episode. So if you haven't already grabbed that, send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I will send it directly to you. There's also always show notes that go along with all of my podcast episodes that are full blog posts that have all of the links from the episodes in it. So if you're in your podcast player, you can just go to read more and it'll take you right over to the site and you'll be able to go through and get all the links that you want if you don't want to send me a DM on Instagram. Whatever is easier for you. Now, I also want to remind you that right now, for whenever you are listening to this episode, I am offering free content marketing audits where all you have to do is leave a rating and review on your favorite podcasting app for my show. You leave a rating and review. You send me a screenshot of it via DM on Instagram, again, at Jenny underscore Melrose. And I'm going to do a content marketing audit entirely for free. I'm going to take a look at your site quick. I'm going to like take a look at your social media channels. And I'm going to give you some actionable things that I see that are glaringly obvious that you need to put into practice. So if you haven't already taken advantage of that and left a review before, please, I would so appreciate it if you do so. And I want to be able to talk to you about your business and give you that content marketing audit. If you've talked to me before on Instagram, you know I cannot help myself. I love to be able to ask you more about your business and how you are monetizing it, how you are trying to grow it. And this just gives me the opportunity to do so with so many more of you. And for me to be able to thank you for giving me that rating and review because it gives me an idea on what content you are coming to listen to. Now, I also want to make you aware of one other thing before we jump into how do you deal with burnout. The other thing is we're going to two episodes a week starting in April. Yep, this is March. Starting in April, we are going to be going to two episodes a week. And the episodes that will be coming out on Fridays are going to be short, bite-sized information, less than 10 minutes that you can put into practice and implement. All right, so let's talk about how to deal with burnout. The first thing that I want to make you aware of is that if you're trying to deal with burnout, the best thing that you can do is to find a community where you can have conversations to be able to deal with that burnout, to be able to figure out what could you put into practice that could help with the overwhelm that you are feeling. One of the things that I realized recently, I spoke at Tastemakers Conference in Chicago. And to be perfectly honest, even when I spoke, I told was very admitted this to the entire audience, which was a little embarrassing, tried to cancel two days prior because it was my first time away from my family since COVID. It was the first time I was traveling on a plane since COVID. And I am very much 
an introvert. So to think about having to be around all of these people really overwhelmed me and made me very nervous. So I put my big girl panties on and I still went. And I talked and had a amazing time being able to really connect with people and being surrounded by a community that was looking for that support, that was looking for the information, that was be able to give different strategies to share what was working for them. Now, I know that not everyone can go to a conference, even post-COVID, or, well, can we really say that yet? I still don't know. But even without a pandemic having come out in the past two years, you can't always get to a conference. So what I would highly recommend is find a community. Work within a community of bloggers where you can actually get that support. And I'm not just talking about a free Facebook group where you're ending up being thrown random crap. Instead, find a community like mine, which is Mastering Your Influence, where you can actually go and be given important details about your business, important strategies that you can actually implement while still having the ability to connect with others. When I walked into Tastemakers, if anyone who was there saw me, one of my clients that I've previously worked with in masterminds and one-on-one walked up to me and I burst into tears. I was so overwhelmed with seeing her in person and having that connection to finally see meet her because I'd worked for with her for years, but we had never met because COVID happened and she wasn't able to come to my conference that I had to cancel. So what I'm trying to say to you is that that connection that you get from other people makes a huge difference. And in Mastering Your Influence, I do my trainings live via Zoom so that I don't just get up and speak and record it and pop it in. Instead, you're able to interact with me and have those deeper conversations about the strategies that I'm talking about that you can implement into your business. And if you go right now, I'm going to put a link in the blog post. So again, you can go to your podcast setting app where it says read more here. I'm going to give you $20 off a month to be able to do and join my membership site. Now again, we're doing our trainings live via Zoom, which means I get to deep dive into your business on the topics that I'm speaking of. I get to know a lot more about you and who you are and what your goals are. Now, the other number two when it comes to dealing with burnout is figuring out your purpose. Many of you started this business, maybe it was a hobby. Maybe you knew you wanted to monetize. Now, for many of you, you've probably heard my story. I started when my daughter was six months old. I had lost myself as a new mother and needed something that was my own. So I created the Melrose family. I have now been online 12 years. (laughs) When I say that number, I feel like such a dinosaur. But it's true. I have been online 12 years. That's how long ago my site came out. And during that time, my purpose has shifted. When I started, it was to have something for myself. It wasn't even thought of as a business. And as I learned more and attended conferences and met other people and did different professional development things, I realized I could monetize this. I could replace my teaching salary. I could be a blogger full-time. Now, that was a very scary thought. It was overwhelming. It was exciting. But I knew that 
part of what I was missing, part of my purpose for why I wanted to create my make my blog into a business was so that I got time back with my girls. My girls were itty bitty as I was creating my site. And I, as a full-time teacher, didn't get to spend a ton of time with them. It was get them up in the morning, drive them an hour, drive them 45 minutes to then drive 45 minutes back for me to go teach. And then drive 45 minutes to go pick them up to bring drive them 45 minutes home. I was spending more time in the car than I was actually getting to have conversations and interact and see what they were developmentally getting into rather than actually being able to put that time in at the right place. So for me, my purpose at that time was to be able to get that time back. Now, as my business has grown, I was able to retire from teaching at 35 because my blog did replace my teaching salary. And let me just tell you, that was a very scary decision to make, to retire. It was scary because Yes, I had, I did have consistent income, but as we all know, that can go ups and down, right? We know that some months are better than others. Q4 is always amazing. And there are some months when a pandemic breaks out and all ads and everything goes to, you know what? It can be scary, but it was also scary for me because with that decision, we also decided that we needed to move from New York to North Carolina. And if you are a New Yorker or New Jersey or you're from the Northeast in general, you know that most people that are born there stay there. And in my entire extended family, I was the first one to leave. I was the first cousin. I was the first niece. I was the first grandchild to actually decide to leave and move to a different state. And I didn't just move to Connecticut. I moved to North Carolina where it was a flight or a 12-hour drive in order to see me. So it was very scary. But I knew and focused on my purpose. Because number three for how you're going to be able to deal with your burnout is not only to be able to focus on your purpose, but also to realize that you have to stay positive and deal with the trauma or the negativity that you are dealing with in your life. When I left, it was not a good feeling with my family, especially my parents and my sister and my brother. It was very kind of shaky. What are you doing? You're insane. But instead of focusing on, holy crap, I don't have the support of my family, I focused on, I need to build this life for my girls, to be able to be there for them, to be able to see all the things that they're going to be able to do and to not miss every single field trip or every single after-school activity that needed to be done immediately for them. I wanted to be there for that. And knowing how I could change it instead of saying, oh, it is what it is. I was making a good salary. I'm not going to lie. It's not like North Carolina where teachers get paid crap. I made a salary of $75,000 and I was only nine years in. Most teachers in New York State are able to retire making six figures. They hit that income because New York pays their teachers well, but they also have huge expectations and craziness that they expect from their teachers. And I 
was unhappy because I was missing out on my kids and I felt like a failure in the school that I was teaching in. I felt like a failure every day when I walked through those doors. And I knew that I couldn't live with that negativity. I couldn't live a life where it is what it is. So going back to what I said about number three, number three in dealing with burnout is doing something about it. If you are unhappy, you have to do something about it. If you are depressed, if you don't have a good relationship with your partner, you have to take action to do something about it. Now, some of you might be listening and go, wait a second, Jenny, in your book, you have an entire part in your book about giving yourself some grace. Here's the thing. I absolutely believe that you have to give yourself some grace, that you need to understand the path that you are on in your life and not compare yourself to other people. But I also believe that you need to put the work in. If you are depressed, you need to be talking to someone other than your friends complaining about how you're always exhausted and how you don't know how you got to this place. You need to seek a professional. There shouldn't be a stigma with that. This day and age, I can't believe that I still see the things I see on the news about People feeling like they couldn't reach out, they couldn't talk to people. And it's because there's not enough of us talking about the fact that it's normal to feel depressed. But you have to seek help. You have to find the right professionals for it to be able to work on it. It's the same thing if you're unhappy with your marriage. There was a time in my marriage very early on when we first had kids, I knew I was unhappy, but it was because I had lost myself. I needed to do the work on myself. I needed to figure out who I was in this new role. And then I needed to communicate with my husband about the role that I was playing. And that when I needed support, I needed to ask. He wasn't a mind reader. Good Lord, he's not a mind reader. Still to this day, we still have these conversations about I need support for this. This is how we continue to move forward. And I'm not going to try to tell you that it's all rainbows and unicorns. It's still work. You still have to have those conversations. For a perfect example of this, when I was in Chicago for Tastemakers Conference, I planned out everything for the girls before I left. I made sure that there was someone here to take them to school, to drop them off, to pick them up from the bus, to take them to dance, to go to volleyball, to do all the things. I was paying someone to come and do that. And he had a little bit of an issue the first night, had a faculty meeting after school that he forgot about that put him over the edge, and he decided to stay home for work on Thursday. When I got that call, I about lost my mind, but we had that conversation. We had the conversation of, you realize how much went into this, right? If this is what's going to happen, it can't simply be next time when I travel because I plan to travel again. I plan to speak at other conferences. It can't just simply be just tell me who's doing what and what I need to do because that was originally the conversation and how we kind of left it. So we learned from it. We've had these conversations. I didn't go and ruin my entire day and not be able to speak because that was the day I spoke, that he decided to make all these changes. And it was frustrating. But at the same time, I understood where he was coming from. But we could have had that conversation ahead of time. We could have made sure, hey, if you think it's going to be a little too much, take the day off. And then I don't have to make all these plans for how they're going to get from here and there and all over the place. 
And that was a conversation that we had. But instead of letting it be a negative where I hold it in, where I know many of the clients I have worked with do not have these conversations, they carry it as a grudge to wait until the next time there's an incident where they can then say, you always do this. You did this the last time too. And it's never actually worked out because when you're going back to something that you resent and you're holding on to it, it continues to be an issue. So when we're looking at how do I deal with burnout, you have to be able to ask for help. Ask for the help that you need, whether that's a partner, a professional, hiring someone in order to come into your business and help you, a virtual assistant. Get creative. I know there's many of you saying, Jenny, I'm not making that much money to be able to pay someone to come into my business and to be able to hire these things out. Well, first, I want you to look at how are you handling your business then? What are the ways in which you are trying to monetize? The strategies that we talk about so often, are you putting those into practice or are you working for free? Are you, and when I say working for free, I'm talking about with a brand. Let's say they're going to send you product, $5 product, and you're creating a full blog post. Why? Focus on the things that are going to be able to grow your business, gaining an audience, understanding who you're talking to, and solving a problem for them. That is why I created the pack framework in my book. I'm going to make sure, of course, that we're linking to that in the show notes as well, that if you haven't already read my book, that is what is going to lay the foundation for you to run a business. Stop getting upset with people rolling their eyes when they talk about influencers and how they ask for things and they don't have this. It's because we haven't set ourselves up as businesses. We rely on random crap to make us feel like we're a business. And when I say random crap, I'm talking about an Instagram reel that goes viral and we feel like, woohoo, that's it. I'm a business. I went viral. My Instagram following is growing. Great. How are you monetizing it? What way in which are you using it? Are you trying to grow your email list with those people? Are you using affiliates that are actually something they're clicking on and being able to link to? Or did you do a viral reel that has nothing to do with your business? And now you have all of these people that are following you that when you start to try to talk about your health coaching, they don't want anything to do with it because you did a viral reel that had nothing to do with health coaching. You did a viral reel complaining about how your husband leaves his laundry all over the house. Guys have to think smart about what it is. Be strategic. And that's why I give you that pack framework inside the book. Now, this episode on burnout really scratches the surface. It just scratches it. I gave you three different ways. And it is the very basic beginnings of how you can deal with it. If you are truly looking to be able to put these things into practice, find that community, have understand your purpose and put it into practice, and then actually do the work to deal with the things that are making you feel negative and instead think positive about your life, I'm telling you, mastering your influence is the place that you need to be. It is 
consistent. We do weekly trainings via Zoom. You hop on. I'm actually recording this right before I'm going to do a training. I'm going to hop on Zoom and I'm going to walk them through their SOPs. And we are going to do a deep dive on each of their businesses. Whoever is there live is who gets a deep dive on their business. So, I'm telling you, if you are looking for that community where you can rely on other business owners, ask questions, feel like you're really putting the foundation in place so that your business can continue to grow, mastering your influence is definitely what you need. You can always send me a DM on Instagram asking me questions about mastering your influence or just looking for mastering overwhelm blueprint. Whatever it is where you are at, I want to be able to serve you. The more you talk to me, the more I know, the better I can serve you. So make sure you take advantage of that. Again, if you haven't left a reading and review in the past, send me a screenshot of it and I will do a content marketing audit of your business. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then.